Hey y'all, we are back live in full effect. Yes, Melanie podcast coming at you. Welcome, welcome. Excited to be here. Hey Whitney. Coming at you. I don't know why that just reminded me of that <laughs> song. Do you that? I do. I do. And we're old. That's for the 90s kids out there who remember the old Disney that used to be popping. Mm-hmm. I was watching there. something on Word Up 90s, that Instagram channel. They always have like flashbacks to the 90s. They had 3LW when they were on Soul Train and they were singing this song. I was like, oh my God, I used to love 3LW. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna I tell myself. Too. I used to love them. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy too because like the videos I was watching or I was reading some type of meme and it was like I cannot believe we used to run home and watch turn on 106 and park just to see what free had on to see the latest number one video if they made it in the same week you know for the same week number one spot in a row like just all of the nostalgia oh. of our childhoods you know it was so good. It was, it was such a so good time. Great. So we are on here to talk about a few things. The first thing we want to delve into, did you watch the Portia show? Oh, Portia yeah. Williams on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. They were calling it Real Housewives of Atlanta, but then they had like Portia Williams. I saw oh, that. Right. I was like, y'all are not slick. I know. I was like, what? Now we know the holdup. Why there's no uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta right now. Exactly. And then has stolen that. (laughs) And um, she also on Watch What Happens Live with Andy, she had um, one of the viewer questions was like, hey, Portia girl, are you totally opposed to not coming back on to the Real Housewives of Atlanta? And she was like, I see what y'all trying to do. She was like, no, I, I don't mind coming back. I'm like, all this means is once Come Simon on. and her probably break up, yeah. she will be back on Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> Maybe even if they stay together, she'll be back. But Even if they stay together, I think that she wanted to like get some of that heat off of her. And then she also wanted to just milk this cow for what it was because she knew that her storyline was going to be the biggest thing on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So why not just milk it and get yourself a check and then all your friends and family who are now going to be like co-stars in this show, get them a check. Yep. And then when it simmers down a bit and everybody's used to this, you can hop your ass back on Real Housewives and then it's going to be like last year's tea. No one cares. Right. Yes. We see you, girl. We see what you're doing, boo. We what you're doing i will say very entertaining (laughs) it was very entertaining i was pleasantly surprised like i i don't know what i was really anticipating because it's reality tv so you kind of like anticipate certain things but then i thoroughly enjoyed the show and i think partially that was because it was a little bit more real to me than what i thought i was going to be getting um even when you know we're just since we're talking about it just even when she Portia had made mention so for her 40th birthday she had invited Dennis to her birthday baby daddy 
and she told him that he could not bring a date. Um, she also had mentioned this to Simon as well. Like it was nothing like, yeah, I also, I invited him, but I also told him he couldn't bring a date. And her fiance, Simon was like, why, you know, like, why not? Like, that's silly. And she was like, because no, like he can't no. And Simon was like, you guys clearly, I mean, it sounds like you have unresolved issues, like you need to work through and Dennis is like, I mean, shit, I'm not coming. Can't bring no motherfucking date. You know, I ain't, I ain't coming. I ain't showing up for what, you know? <laughs> so just like things like that, just kind of let me know, like, okay, one, I feel like she still has feelings for Dennis. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think that she doesn't. Um, and I don't know. It was really refreshing to also kind of see Dennis's point of view because from the optics of it all in the media, it made it seem like Dennis is just best friends with, you know, Portia and Simon and everybody's just gelling together, hanging, macking and hanging. And Dennis kind of came in on this show like, look, the timelines are very off. Portia's imagination of how it went down and perception and mine are completely differ. You know, so to hear, I guess to see or to hear him come on the show and say that and they allowed all of that to be said was very, I don't know, it, was, it made it a little bit more interesting to me. Girl, everything sounded like a lie to me. It's like yeah. I didn't even get the story straight. <laughs> I was like, hold up. Oh. Everybody's was different. Everybody's was different. So Dennis claims that Portia and him, quote unquote, met um when she slid into his dms after he was in the process of getting divorced she heard the news she asked if he was okay so that's what he says in his confessional and then Portia turns around and says well dennis slid into my dms simon 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 slid into my dms and i'm just like okay so which one is it and then it's also like this is not when you guys met (laughs) i'm so glad bravo did that little flashback when they were introduced when Fallon invited them to the house. Simon's ex-wife invited Portia to the house. Um, that's when they really met. Well, so we think. I don't even know at this point. Like, they could have had something going on in the Lolo back then, for all I know. I don't know. Shit is we don't know. Real we don't Shit know. Real and shout out to Dennis, because he is keeping it very, very real on this show. And, um, yeah, he's hilarious. He's basically saying our reactions you know what i'm saying he's vocalizing how we felt and it's like girl it does look like you stole (laughs) this woman's husband when she (laughs) invited you over to do hookah like that's what the optics look like like we don't know what it truly is (laughs) did you peep when he was out to lunch with her sister lauren and she was just like there was a few things that Dennis had said too because even with the picture that was taken that everybody saw because I was like what you know damn Portia and her baby daddy and Simon they all took a picture on Mother's Day oh my god how did she right and Dennis kind of broke that down it was like no (laughs) like I had something planned for her on Mother's Day like I didn't have any idea of any of this first of all I wouldn't have done what I was planning to do for her on mother's day had i known she was engaged to a whole nother 
you know and he's like you know even the picture he was just like I mean I wasn't opposed to it he was like but it was her idea like hey can we you know so it, it just from what was again the optics of oh well Dennis is just so hunky-dory and they're just so like yeah versus his version is like he's just as confused as we are I mean he's even like you know Portia he's like I don't know why she's with him it could be for the money it could be because he's blowing her back out he's like I know that she wouldn't have talked to me if I was broke I damn sure know that if she wouldn't have had a baby with me if I was broke I know that I fell out like I fell out laughing did he lie though he did not lie and that's what I love about him I actually really like Dennis I'd like this is a different version of Dennis that I'm seeing versus like on the show now with her versus the one with it because he was really way more reserved to me on the show um housewife when she was a part of the show here he kind of we're able to kind of see a little bit I don't know if it's just because he's able to talk more about things I don't know but it's a different side of Dennis if I don't know either I feel like he's actually sober in this in this in this show because uh, like on the housewives he always just seems like over it like he's just high or drunk and he's just like yeah 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 like you know like just leave him alone basically like he yeah. doesn't open and he usually just has like sunglasses on and he barely say anything right like I'm yeah and I'm like oh we're seeing a little bit more of Dennis you know um yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was it was interesting to see that side. I will also say, what did you think about the part where, and this was kind of interesting. I, well, I get why they did it. They did it for us. They did it for the show. I'm sure they've already covered these questions, even though Portia was like, oh, you guys, I'm sure have already had these conversations or maybe not. I don't know. It's been what, seven months. So when they were out to dinner, her and Simon, Portia and Simon, and he was just vocalizing that, um oh no oh there it goes he was vocalizing on the show how in his country you know they believe in multiple wives and blah 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 which is not something that we haven't heard from like Nigeria and things like that but it was funny to me just him saying it and how he said it yeah I mean you know some you know in the states you know it's not uncommon for you know, people have a wife and then the side chick and side chick is okay with the main chick and the main chick and everybody's just side, you know, sometimes it's up to two to three. And, and she was like, you know, well, have you cheated on level? And he was like, yeah, cheated on pretty much everybody basically. And then he was like, well, except this last marriage. And I'm like, Simon, 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 Simon. Simon and Portia, they can't keep their lives straight, honey. I can't. I'm like, okay. Portia, Portia, Portia. But there's a part of me, there is a large part of me that I feel like Portia just doesn't even care. I'm going to be honest. She riding this roller coaster to this shit break down and she don't give a damn. She don't care. I just feel like she don't care. I feel like like that. Fallon should have never invited her ass to the house anyway. You was just a co-worker at the end of the day. At the end and of the day. Simon was fucking check. Shit. I, yeah. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Simon looks like Dennis's granddaddy. Like, you can't tell me that you really 
her in love with this man for him. Like you're just not Portia and more power to you, girl, more power to you. But come on. I mean, the first giveaway was when Portia got mad at Simon in the first five minutes of the show because Simon posted a picture. I was really confused about that. (laughs) I'm like, girl, you're doing a whole reality show with him and you're upset that he posted a picture of you? Make it make sense. No woman who really is in love with the man is going to be upset that he posts a picture of them. Like, she really... And she tried to harp on this whole, well, these were special to us, to us, to us, to us. And I'm thinking like, girls tell the sugar daddy when they're embarrassed to be seen with them, like, stop it. Right. I'm like, um, hmm, I don't know what that was about. That was a bit much. I was, I I wasn't buying it. I wasn't on board. I wasn't buying that she was really hurt. I wasn't, um, yeah, that part was just weird to me. Like, I was just kind of like, hmm. She brought it up twice. She brought it up twice because the first time she was like, okay, it's not a big deal. And then she cried to her mom about it. Yes, girl. Like, she was really upset that this man (laughs) posted it. My thing is, we put to me, but my, the tattoo is one thing, but then like the whole kiss, the first kiss, girl, we wouldn't have known if that was y'all's first kiss or 80th kiss. Like, you just, yes. you told us that that was, like, under his photo and caption, he didn't put, this is our first kiss. Like, we didn't know when that chick, how many kisses y'all didn't have in that photo. Girl, who takes a picture of their first kiss? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Like, make it make sense. Because it's looking like a set up. Like, this is all stage, lights, camera, action. The fuck do you mean? you took a picture of your first kiss what girl i'm so done i'm so lost i'm so done (laughs) i'm just like and did you see drew did you see drew store hop her ass over there (laughs) drew said said she's gonna get a check regardless by somebody okay she got somebody gonna give her a check (laughs) girl I'm so done. I was like, is that Drew Sedora? <laughs> she like, oh, oh, hey, Simon. I don't think I ever officially met you. Um, I don't know what happened with you guys. It's not my business. It's not, not whatever business, happened. Even I don't though know. I felt it was kind of shady. It ain't still ain't my business. It's not, not my business. Happy birthday. Girl, Drew, are you not the same girl who had a whole fucking uh, seance because there was a Delilah spirit? <laughs> and your words with the pastor and now you okay with Portia's man stealing ass and the last time you saw Simon was at uh, his wife's house that invited all y'all I can't like like this is just all too much for me I'm like it's this a has to be a money grab for everyone it's just a money grab for everyone yeah I think so I you know I don't know I just I will be continuing to watch this show um because it's literally just it's just so interesting like and the family members the one thing about these family members of Portia baby they ain't gonna let her get too far from who she is because they are like what us family members because they're country they're country they're like "Hmm, yeah you are right yeah in about two weeks 
you know, two weeks. <laughs> Did you see what Portia was at the table? She said, oh, I'm his fourth wife. Yeah. <laughs> and the auntie was like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> I'm like, Portia doesn't care, dog. I don't blame her. She don't I care. She don't care. She don't care. And that's part of why I do like Portia. A part of me likes yeah. Portia. Because it's kind of like, yeah. at this point, you just... She's funny and it's comical and we are experiencing a completely different Portia from, you know, the first season that we met her and was introduced to her and when she was Cordell's wife, she was a whole nother person. And I do think that that is a more common case of how men, certain men want their wives to be. They want them to just completely change up and they want them to be very um very uh closed off all about them you know that narcissistic behavior like you have to change to be with me and for mm-hmm. people and, for, and it's really scary because I feel like it's two types of women that deal with that it's the woman who isn't really sure of who she is at the in that in that that space and so it's kind of like okay sure you know like what else am I doing and then it's the other the other side of that is okay I don't want to be alone so I'm gonna settle for this person right because you're scared to say like no you're scared to stand up for yourself you're scared to you know with with the fear of like okay this person's gonna leave me if I don't you know so I just we've seen a huge growth in her um uh from a business standpoint from a personality standpoint and all that type of stuff so it's just interesting and I'm just gonna continue to ride the wave and watch it and be continuously intrigued by it because it's it's really funny um and you know who knows who knows but I hats off to her because again she did kind of build herself in terms of yes she was on a reality show but you know I know that that was a real moment for her and an honest moment for her to say like honestly like you know I was in a position where I was dependent super dependent on someone and now I've worked myself to a point where you know I don't want to have to be dependent on somebody like if I choose to not work it's not going to be because I can't afford to buy myself a a nice little house if we don't work out you know what I mean so um you know and I think that's the message or should Mm -hmm. be the message for a lot of us is you know oh, I'm glad she still has to show because I was worried when she started quitting all her jobs so oh she did well she quit Dish Network and then she quit she announced that she quit Real Housewives of Atlanta so I didn't this is before the oh show I wonder why she quit Dish Network I, I figured it was to you know be Simon's wife you know what I'm saying so that's, oh. why, I'm, that's why I'm glad that this is like she's still at least pursuing something like and it's her own show at least you know yeah and a part of me thinks that and this may just be me but a part of me also thinks that he likes Portia too because of that as well like I think think he's a clout chaser I I mean I don't know much about him but what I have heard in these streets is not good Mm -hmm. (laughs) and things that we've even seen I mean you know the little that we've seen you know, from different things, it's just kind of like, huh, you move kind of, you move interesting, that's for sure, you know, um, apparently a lot of his business activities are 
hard to trace. I'll say that. Mm. So you don't really know <laughs> where the streams are coming from. We and just that- know they're coming. We just know they're coming. We just don't know. We can't trace them. We cannot track them, but we know they are coming. Okay. They're hitting the bank. The deposits are hitting. But yeah, so his his income streams are, you know, questionable. Questionable. <laughs> questionable. So a lot of people are saying that he, as much as people want to call Portia the opportunist, he could have been quite the opportunist when he came in contact with Portia through his wife, who was a friend of the show, Portia being a major star of the show. Yep. Um, um who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We're going to be watching. We're going to continue to be watching. And reporting back. Because I feel like this has taken the spot of of, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't know if they're still thinking about releasing that show or what. I don't know. But I I put, I would bet money on it right now. Portia show going to have higher numbers than Real Housewives of Atlanta. I agree. Yep. I agree. You said it here first, Melanie podcast. Yep, yep, yep. So our other franchise that we enjoy now, Real Housewives of Potomac. Yes. Wrapped up with Nicki Minaj finishing the last uh, reunion episode, which I found very entertaining. Very entertaining. She really should have hosted all four parts, if we're she honest. Really if we knew she was going to be bringing it like this, she really, because at first, a lot of people were nervous about that because they weren't really sure is this just for the the name like is she gonna does she even watch the show and you know all of that kind of skepticism and all that stuff but anyway (laughs) oh no she watches that show and apparently she watches other shows as well so that's kind of cool too but um yeah, she did her damn thing. She, I, what do you think? Do you think that she gave it? Do you think she gave heat to everybody? No. You, okay. Did not give heat to everybody. And I don't know what her grudge is with Candace. <laughs> but she definitely, like, I'm no Candace advocate by any means. But I just feel like Nikki kind of came at her a little crazy. That was the only thing I didn't really enjoy. Um with the whole streaming numbers and it was so awkward she had Candace pull up her numbers and you know the numbers went from half a million to 20,000 and I don't know if she was trying to like prove a point it was kind of just like Nikki you are the top one of the top selling artists of all time like don't come with this girl about her streaming numbers even if she got 5,000 okay she's a new artist that was a thing she's doing I mean, come on. Yeah, that was a bit harsh for me to watch. Um, just because I, you know, that was kind of a mean girl moment. Um, Candace is in her own lane. She's not trying to, you know, she's not trying to say, oh, she's this bad bitch who's like, you know, you know, some people just have an air about them. You and know. you know what? That goes to show Nicki Minaj's freaking competitive nature. Why she couldn't get along with damn Cardi B uh, off the bat. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a very combative, like me against you type of attitude. And it's just like she, it's honestly like she held a grudge against Candace for thinking she could just be an artist. And it's like, but you're a housewife. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Well, and then also, did you peep kind of even the eye contact she was giving her? It was like, mm-hmm. hmm, 20,000? Really? 20,000? <laughs> I peeped the shade. I was like, why does she keep doing this to her? Like, this, if that's not like, and that's yeah. why I see why Chris kind of went in after the show. Off. Because he's like, that was fucked up. Like, I mean, he I, was thinking probably of everything that she was doing, but you know, I don't know. I yeah. tried to put her on the spot and make her sing a cappella. And it's like, girl, she can she can sing. We know she can sing. It was we never know her. she can sing. You can't sing. Like we've Nikki. heard her several times singing a cappella on the show. It's like Nikki, is- girl, you use auto-tune. I know. I was really thrown off by that as well. <laughs> I was thrown off by the auto-tune comment um because again it's not like candace is coming out to the world saying she doesn't use it so you know very weird it was so it was a very weird space um other than that i think nikki was right on point she asked all the questions that we wanted to know you know what i'm saying she did a little more than andy in my opinion because andy didn't really dig too much into anything i love when she kept saying okay let's move on we're yeah. moving on let's move on let's move on <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh shit um girl uh, i found it to be interesting um the whole one conversation with Very. michael and you know it's i feel like ashley has this fantasy inflated version of like her husband because she has referenced different comments as if like oh well my husband at least he doesn't say this and it's like Ashley your husband has said that he wanted to you know like you can't be like oh protect my husband protect my husband because your husband says these things but then be like like your husband is probably one of the worst when it comes to his mouth and Um, I just don't understand like as aware as she is in a lot of other areas like she's not actually not slow you know I wouldn't say she's like when I say slow I mean like she's not like oh I just don't understand anything but so for me I'm like okay I get it you're protecting your husband blah 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 but at the same time it's like where does that other energy come from like you that you can't deny so I'm glad Nikki called her out and was like no like that is not a friendly what did she call it friendly attraction if that was, if, if my husband was like, I'm friendly attracted to this woman, I would not be okay with that. Like, and if I were to sit up here as a woman and say, Hey, I want to speak to another man. And then now we're texting. It looks weird is what we were saying. You know, know. it's just like, girl, Ashley's trying to act so, so shocked, like, so shocked. (laughs) um so do you think michael is that is uh attracted to juan sexually and she actually like sexually you're not gay so like um is there any other way like <laughs> do you mean I'm like, like yeah. i mean there's only one way really to be attracted to someone and it's just like he's made so many inappropriate comments with juan and he clearly shows favoritism clearly Juan out of all the guys in the group like he he don't want nothing to do with none of these other men but Juan so it's very strange he even acted very jealous when he saw that Juan proposed to um Robin Robin. like he's never gonna marry her 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like there could be some underhanded under the table. Maybe he helped them with some money. Maybe he gave them a loan. I don't know. There's some sort of like camaraderie or some loyalty. It's like he knows Juan is going to be loyal to him or because I, you would think that Juan would be like Nikki said, most black men are not going to be okay with that. Now that we're not saying there's nothing wrong with having gay friends or whatever, not saying that Michael's hundred percent gay, but it's still Juan is very chummy, chummy <laughs> with Michael. Not like he's uncomfortable with what has been said. You know what I'm saying? He's still right. very buddy with him. And it's even odd how they're the only two husbands that don't show up year after year to the reunion. That's like, true. What's really going on? <laughs> I don't know. I'll just say it. It looks very strange because Nikki made a good point. Like most men, especially black men, are not going to be so chummy chummy with a guy who they know wants to suck their dick. So it's just like, okay, this is just odd. Um, And then in the same, like the same freaking uh, minute, she hopped over to Robin and said that, oh, I could sense Juan was very sexually attracted to you this season and I'm like what is she talking about we saw Juan like going off and And when when we did see him he was going off and driving off (laughs) either going off driving off telling Robin she ain't shit because she don't wake up till two in two in the afternoon like I didn't see one happy moment so I'm I was confused where that was coming from um that's why I think do you think that they're going to get married I don't think so I think if they were going to they would have done it by now and now she's I don't see her wearing that ring anymore she already said he you know the ring he did have back when they were married legally he been got rid of that ring so I don't feel like I don't feel like they think they need it um Mm -hmm. and I don't feel like he wants to do it again if he wanted to do it again he would have did it and yeah, I mean, that's their business. I guess it works for her, but I feel like she wanted it. She acted like she didn't want to get married until he proposed. And then it's like she wanted it. And I think maybe she's depressed now because she knows it's not going to happen. Or I don't know. Their whole vibe is off. And I think that um, I don't know. I just feel like with marriage in particular, there's just this pressure to get married and instead there's no pressure nobody's really talking about girl are you happy one are you happy to one individually and then two collectively um and if that's what works if that's where y'all are and y'all haven't discussed marriage or maybe you have and you're like you know what we're good with what we're doing you know what I mean like we're good like there's something very great and magnificent about doing you and doing your own thing instead of trying to live up to what society is projecting. Because the reality of it is, if you really look into a lot of marriages, you know, you'll find happy ones, but then you'll also find a lot that are like, you know, we're just coexist. We're just, I mean, we could have just you know, again, I'm just saying like, we, we find there's just so much pressure. And so it, it's almost like a dig if you're not married, or if you don't have something that society feels like you should, it's like, girl, you're not even married. You don't know what you're talking about, bitch. Like, girl, you don't even have no kids. You don't know what you, girl, you don't even have no man. You don't know. And it's like, it's like, we use those things to, to, to 
like spew at someone as if it should be just shattering to them and Mm -hmm. it's really sad because the people that have those things the titles the the this the that it's all it is you know what I'm saying what makes the title the title is the relationship that is shared it's the peace of mind that each other gives the other person it's all of the things that whether we have the title or not, this is still how we are. You know what I mean? Like now that you have a title, doesn't mean that, oh, this is now going to be, girl, he's going to change. He's going to be the perfect guy. You know, now that I have the, it's like, girl, wasn't he cheating on you for these last six years? Like, so and you want to marry him? Are you sure? Well, girl, yeah, now we're engaged. So he's definitely, he's not going to do that no more because we're going to be married. And it's like, oh, okay. So, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, it really sucks because if they are just genuinely okay with what they were doing um, all these other years after they got divorced, then that's just what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? What makes it really awkward is like, you're trying to be like, oh, we're engaged now. And you know, girl, when is the wedding? Girl, we haven't set a date. We're just, we've got all these other things going on. And then that's what's the weird part. Instead of just being like, girl, we good. Girl, we just bought a house. We good. You know, that's yeah. it's it's, it's but she has to backtrack because she really she wanted does. To be because she even said like she bend and she bended and got this house because she was like I'm not moving in another house or having another kid if we're not married and so either either that was coming from her or that was coming from the pressure around her I'm Whatever sure it was, it was the pressure because if she was, she seems very like she knew she knows Juan she knows Juan and she's that's part of the problem is too is like no I'm he's not going for that you know like Juan is Juan does what the fuck Juan wants to do let's be very clear it shows and yeah I mean like you said I don't understand why everyone keeps asking her about the marriage thing because it's like from what y'all see y'all know she happy like they're not even happy she's depressed she's sleeping all day he's out he don't even come around the group no more so it's like why would you even want her to marry into that no one's saying oh are you going to counseling or some shit you know what I'm saying like that's what y'all really need to be focusing on because I mean if you get married now you're just going to be in a more miserable relationship again like you were the first time and now it's going to be harder to get out of because you're going to be married again so I think they both kind of know that honestly and yeah for sure I don't know I really would love to see Robin without one I Me think, too. She, I think Me she'd too. be more likable I think she'd be more likable I think she wouldn't be like stuck up under Giselle so much there's a lot of misery loves company energy going on with those two and I feel it yep <laughs> it's a lot of misery loves company and it's I, a lot of codependency it's a lot of codependency mm-hmm. you know and um it's giving it's just giving very pathetic I mean you know it's almost as if like one can't think without the other you know Giselle is a little bit more forward like again she's kind of like the leader of the two and if Giselle says this then Robin's like okay yeah that's what we're doing you know it's almost like it's 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 really crazy it's just yeah it's really I'm crazy. glad she mentioned it I'm so glad she mentioned it and the hotel bed and all, all of that added her and I'm exactly so because I don't know if Andy has like the little cahoots with Giselle but Andy 
really takes it really easy on Giselle and don't really call out a lot of her bullshit or like the relationship between her and Robin, which is just it's, ridiculous. It's, it's mean girl. It's just mean girl. It's mean girl. And Giselle has to be very careful too, because she doesn't have a storyline. So anymore at all, she's been actually really, her storyline really ended previous to Jamal, because we really couldn't did without that whole season of Jamal. I mean, it was just very, Mm-mm. it was like, for what? I mean, it, it made her look crazy to me. But anyway, um, I get it. She probably was like, you know what? I need something, you know, I need something for this season. And um, I don't know. So I think that part of the whole Giselle and Robin thing is to just kind of keep both of them on the show um specifically Giselle because she has to kind of cling to something you know she has to kind of be and if you notice she's always in everybody's business she's always trying to like well did you hear did you bring like think about Wendy like well, did you know her husband the blah 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 like to Wendy's point yeah I get it we're on a show I'm sure it probably would have come up but it's not even the fact that it was brought up it was how you did it you know what I mean it wasn't what you did it's how you did what you did that looked crazy and so I just think she's just trying to do the classic move, which is stir up the pot to keep her on the show. Um, but there's her pot is really empty. I mean, it's at the point where her pot is getting scorched, you know, when nothing's in it and it's burning and it scorches the bottom of the pan, it's there. I feel like Robbins is just as low, if not lower. Mine too, yeah. Giselle, she may not have no storyline, but just Giselle as a person is going to ruffle feathers amongst the group. Sure. Giselle is that villain of the group, basically. Like the Nini, like the Nini, you know. She she is that one that everybody, like, goes against, you know, because she's always, like you said, dragging people for their business. Exactly. Probably got a humble bone in her body. Like, I I love that Nikki kind of called her out on that, too. Yeah. about the ageism, how she always acting like um, Karen is so much older than her. Karen's like, bitch, you'll be there in five years. So I hope you look (laughs) as good as I do in five years. Even (laughs) Girl, when they did that side-by-side of Karen, I said, okay, honey, you have been up in that office and you got everything. Like that is some good plastic surgery when you can't really put your finger on what you got done, but you know everything pulls together and you look 10 12 years younger that's some yeah. good ass surgery because when they did that side by side I was like oh shit for sure yeah, <laughs> I yeah. like that first season I was like oh my god but you know all the housewives if you do a side by side of all the franchises they all look so like needy to me looks completely different from her first season to now you know what I mean it's just it's interesting to see how people were like you're like whoa so yeah yeah, it's crazy it's crazy yeah because like Nikki said she was like so are you saying do you not think your age I mean not your age but your beauty is starting to fade (laughs) and Giselle didn't say nothing but then they did her side by side and it's just like I mean she's just getting older looks like she gained some weight you know natural things natural things um, she's naturally a pretty she's a pretty woman she's just really she's a really pretty woman um she is but it's like that's literally like where it begins and where it ends with Giselle like but I feel that same way about Kenya too 
right? from you. Kenya, I feel the same way in terms of, in, in when I say this, I'm saying that, in terms of yeah. like, you're so pretty, you know, like you're so pretty, but that, like you said, that's just where it starts and it ends. Like, Kenya, <laughs> like that's, you know what I mean? You just be like, damn, why? Like you could have, and again, I'm not saying because you're pretty, you have these things, but I'm saying like, you could be doing so much more. So much. Yeah. than what you're doing you know and really they have kind of similar personalities uh they Giselle do. and Kenya you know we really sit and think about it um and uh but yeah so I thought that was interesting I can't really remember what did she get on Wendy about did she get on Wendy about anything oh she got on Wendy about um do do you think that you're you had surgery because your husband follows all these booty models yeah she got on her about that but that was kind of already addressed and it was kind of yeah it really wasn't a dig yeah it wasn't really a dig um Mia she kind of got on to Mia a little bit which I'm glad because it's like Mia girl are you a stripper Uh are you a waitress are you a doctor are you like Mm -hmm. I just can't keep up with Mia's lies (laughs) you can't say you was a stripper and then be like oh I wasn't a stripper because we were serving lobster like girl that doesn't matter like (laughs) it doesn't matter if you were serving fucking caviar if you was shaking that ass for some cash you a stripper like I can't with Mia it's just like girl um (laughs) She, I liked her at first, and I'm like, Mia, you're doing too much, honey. She's a little delusional. She's a little delusional. I think she's really trying to find. Trying to fit in. I think she's trying to fit in. And so I think that next season will really probably get a better idea of Mia versus this season. Because this season, it's like she was just trying to figure out, like, where she is. Like, who's Mia? What is she? Like, we've got an idea of generally who she is. But, you know, people really start think about Candace. Candace on her first season and Candace now who knew who knew right. <laughs> you know she's gonna come back I don't know I don't know I I, I don't know I don't know I think that I don't think that she really thought she probably would be up under this much scrutiny as she's been I mean it's yeah. been self-inflicted some of it and then other parts I think she just didn't realize you know this is what comes along with reality tv you know um, I think they need to switch it up a little bit. What you mean? With the cast, I think some. I think they need to. I mean, I think they may need another person in there. Another brawl. Do you think anybody girl. needs to leave the show? I mean, honestly, I think Rob. I think Robin could move to a friend of the show and be a friend with of Giselle's or whatever, because she's basically a friend of the show now. She don't say shit. Yeah, unless true. it's like. Oh, you guys, you're not being fair to Giselle. And that's the only time she speaks. <laughs> well, we did have Ascal. What's her name? Uh, Ask Ascale. Ascale. I, I could see Ascala. I could see Ascala getting more of a highlighted role either in Mia's place or Robin's place. And then either one of them maybe being a friend of the show. I don't think Mia would be a friend of the show, but I think Robin would because I don't think she really wants people to see her and Juan anyway. Because even those like, I feel like when they do come together in those scenes, it's forced. And, like yeah. she may be on some sort of contract, and they're like, "Look, we need to see Juan in at least two episodes, right? Something." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even when he pull up, he pull up like, 
all right what do you want me to do all right exactly you know what i'm saying like he's not pulling up like because this yeah is your life. it's like i have to be here to fulfill this contract so you can get this check right so i don't know i think it'd be good if she mm-hmm. kind of moves to the back burner i just don't know what else she could possibly bring yeah that's a good that's question funny. that's a good idea that's a good that's a good observation though mm-hmm. um yeah yeah that's a good I observation yeah. yeah i don't know i uh, it'll be interesting to see who who stays who goes who comes um uh-huh. maybe somebody new who knows? who knows maybe somebody new yeah i i definitely think that that that's plausible yeah, I mean, I, I thought that it was a good season, um, and I definitely felt like the the reunion was was giving what it needed to give. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I it, fuck with the Nikki thing though. I like that they brought Bravo Nikki. Nikki. Her facial expressions took me out, and she was more like of a I felt like she was more like a girlfriend, like yeah. girl really girl really? Oh, okay so are we really just gonna be up here saying that really are we that's what we doing like I thought that that's you know because that's how we are as girls anyway really okay girl I'm gonna let you have that girl okay you know like, like she may need to hop in like I don't know she's giving me like maybe she has a Nikki show like the Tyra show or something because yeah. I was I like that way more than I thought I was going to me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. She asked a lot of great questions. And like I said, it was all of the 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 natural ad lib things that Andy doesn't do. You know, it's Andy's exactly. more like reads yeah. the postcard yeah. and then he lets them fight. And then he's yeah. like, Okay, all right, hold on. Let's move yeah. on. And <laughs> you know? it's like it's also like, hello, for these franchises that are black. There's a lot of things that go over your head, Andy. Like I've heard Andy make a few references like, oh, like what's the satin headscarf for? Some bullshit that we don't want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like Andy, you're cooler and all sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But it's a black woman show and there's some things that black people are going to pick up on that you're not going to pick up on. Yeah, and, that's true. You know, it is what it is. So, that's true. I think about that moving forward. <laughs> maybe they explore maybe you know they explore um adding guest hosts you know to these reunion shows that'd yeah. be good imagine if nikki would have did it when nini and them was popping their shit on real Housewives of atlanta that would have been so lit like what and i personally feel like because i feel like for potomac they were still nervous that nikki was there so they really couldn't like talk back or you know think about candace when she when nikki was like ah candace I don't know. You may need to go in the back and get your projector, you know, get your, get your projector. You know, if you want to imagine if she said that to Nene or to Marlo or like somebody in Atlanta, they, they probably would have clapped back and said something, not like in an argumentative way, but definitely another yeah. shady way. Yeah. Um, their, their celebrity is definitely big enough where I feel like they're not, they wouldn't be as intimidated with Nicki Minaj. Correct. Mm. Correct. Correct. Definitely. Mm. so that would have been a so to see i would love to have seen nikki with the atlanta housewives like the previous seasons or on a season that would have been funny so so good 
Yeah, it would have been really good. It would have been really good because Kenya'd be on there. Cynthia, Cynthia's not going to be back, which I'm not mad about, but Cynthia's not going to be back. Portia's mm-hmm. not going to be back this season. So, Nene. Did you see, I guess they have like a Royal Housewives road trip or vacation? I didn't see it. I saw like a trailer. Girl, it's actually really funny. Is it? It's with Kenya and Cynthia's on there, right? Too. They're the only two from Black of Atlanta. The only black two black girls, yeah. But um, I'm just shocked how funny the other housewives are because I don't know them. Yeah. um, One older lady, she's hilarious. Like actually, I do know them. I actually know all of them. I know Ramona. I know the Count. Uh, the old Count. I forgot her name. Um, I think that's the one that's like hilarious. She's from New York. Her and Kenya got into it immediately. Um, um, who else is on there? Ramona. I love Kyle. Kyle, I love her. She's from Beverly Hills. She's the long, dark hair. Any of them? I can't tell you their names. I do remember Ramona slightly. I think that's the New Jersey one, right? Ramona, no, Teresa is New Jersey. Ramona. Yep. Uh, Ramona is the blonde that kind of has that eye. Like she's always like, yeah, she blinks a lot. Um, yeah, um, and then the other one, the, uh, God, what is her name? Um, she's the real tall one. Her hair is like right here. She used to be a count. Um, oh, I, I, countess. Don't I only know that one girl, Teresa, cause I think she boxed somebody out on my, is it mob wives or am I thinking about mob wives or well, you know, she went to jail too for yeah, several for a couple of years. Uh, but yeah, that episode—I only watched one episode, but it was pretty, pretty good. I'll probably watch the rest of my free time or something. Yeah, Luann. Luann is her name. Luann. Luann. I just—that was bothering me. But yeah, I—I've watched some because I watched like you know Bethany Frankel, Frank, the girl who did the um skinny. Skinny, what is it? Skinny, the skinny alcohol line. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Wow, you know Bethany Frankel. Mm-mm, I don't know she, those people. Bro, you've seen her. Um, I've never even heard of the name. Looks like skinny. Uh, found her skinny girl. It's like the alcohol brand. Of like skinny drinks, margaritas, all the things. Anyway, um, oh wow, skinny bitch. Is that what it's called? Skinny girl. Oh, skinny girl. I'm like, there's an alcohol bottle called Skinny Bitch. I thought <laughs> probably mm. it wouldn't shock me. Um, yeah. It's just reading this meme. It says Tyra Banks trends after America's Next Top Model contestant claimed models only got paid $40 a day that's hilarious um (laughs) that don't even surprise me because you already know how I told you they be treating you on these damn sets I know I know know. I'm so done girl oh my god so that's hilarious just even like we were talking before we hopped on here about nostalgia. Just remember America's Next Top Model days? Like, I that was that so funny. We used to like mm-hmm. watch. That's like when people we used to literally watch TV. I used to watch that in the dorm like every Friday night. 
Watch what? All right, so are you back watching Insecure? Or are you still stopped? <laughs> no, I have not watched it yet. I still haven't watched it. It's almost like I'm avoiding it. <laughs> I hate to say that. It's like I'm avoiding it because I'm just like, I can't talk to you about it then. Is it still re- Well, you can, but I mean, I haven't well, seen it. I don't really care. I've had two people say, oh my God, was that you in the background? <laughs> so, oh yeah, you did say that. You really, really slow. If you rewind, you can see me. Um, we need to put that on Melanie Me podcast. But girl, no. <laughs> what? Girl, you know I had a cameo in um um that recruitment show, Lip or Flop, Nashville. I yeah. saw y'all. You could see me. I don't know what episode I was on, but if you if you slow it down at the very end, you know when they're like they walk in after the house has been completely remodeled and you know we're house hunting and like oh my god this is gorgeous you know that was me. I used to live in that house you did oh my god talk about irony yes you did yes you did yes you did how crazy is that that I was on the episode of the house that you used to live in and they did a show that made it to HGT like that's crazy, crazy. and I'm in real estate now like how insane is that Yep, yep. I got me on another show, y'all, about a real estate agent. Remember, I got you. Um, I don't think you ever followed through with the with the um. Oh, that guy. That guy. It was gonna pay some good big bucks. I know. I know. I know. Take over. I know. I don't think people. I, I think people underestimate like how easy it is. Not easy it is to get on TV, but what I'm saying is so that you. It's huh? not. It's so easy. Yeah, I mean, it's like you almost think it's fake. You almost think it's like fake because it's like, ain't nobody. And then you start doing some digging. You're like, oh, bitch, I think this is real. <laughs> it's so easy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's kind of cool. And, you know, for, especially for people who don't live like in LA or, you know, the hottest markets and stuff like that where, you know, it's just common probably. Um, but, yeah, it's it's pretty easy. Um you know especially in it especially if you want to be on tv like and you're putting yourself out there like you really probably will get some bites um but yeah oh yeah reality tv for sure that's Mm -hmm. all day Mm -hmm. and then all these little movies and stuff all the people you see in the background of those movies they need regular little people everyday people who are nobodies yeah to sign (laughs) to sign up to be shuffled left and right left and right over and over again you know what I'm saying <laughs> just to be caught so a glimpse in seconds on the camera so uh, done girl and be treated like shit by these damn stars <laughs> girl I'm so done with you I can't even deal I cannot even deal it's Hollywood girl Hollywood Hollywood <laughs> Shout out to Young Dolph again. He They had his funeral today. One of the things that I did want to bring up is that my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law came to visit for Thanksgiving and mm. they live in Memphis. My husband's from Memphis. And I was right. asking them about like, you know, just the whole Young Dolph situation and like, you know, mm. has there been any craziness happening? And they're like, girl, it's been a shooting, multiple shootings on a daily basis as it relates to Dolph. 
Yeah. Memphis is already off the chain anyway, just like a lot of places. But yeah. as it relates to dogs, they were like, and they're in the medical field. Like they are in the hospital medical field. And they're like, it's, it's at least one to two killings related specifically to Dolph since he has died. So yeah. much to the point where you can't even say anything bad about him. Um, I know there was a comedian that got shot um, because he made a, a, a really horrible comment about him. And literally the, the public was like, take that shit down, take that shit down. He eventually took it down. But then like the next day he got killed. Um, somebody else got killed. Like, I mean, it's just like, it's just crazy. don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. It's too soon. One, it's too soon. Two, even if it wasn't too soon, it's not funny. Um, and people ah. are out here, you know, um, just being like, crazy. They're just being crazy. Respect the code, dog. Respect, respect the code. code. Respect. It's like y'all don't even care about nobody. Not even like deceased people, like loved ones that have to deal with the aftermath. Like y'all just don't care about nobody. This generation is just weird. I'm just, I don't get it. Yeah, I had a I had a I had a hard conversation with my son tonight after his basketball game, and I was just like, "Look, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be on guard all the time. Like even with your friends, I said, to be honest with you, them be the ones you gotta look out for the most. I said because everybody's not gonna be happy for you. I said, and you know, now is the time where you are starting to grow into your character and who you're going to become as a as a young man. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, if you've got a friend who is sneaking around, taking stuff from people, being just moving all kinds of crazy ways, and you call him a friend, understand that that person will do those same very things to you at some point. I said, so you have to start just like, you know, people are going to be looking at what type of person Carter is like, hey, you know what? No, that's Carter. Like he, he, he stands by, if he says he's going to do it, no, that, that man going to do it. Like, those are the things that you have to look for in other people. And I said, so, Girl. you know, I just had to have a hard conversation with him about just paying attention. You know what I mean? Being, a, being aware of his surroundings, you know, if it don't feel right, it probably isn't right. Um, you know, you know, just be aware, be on the lookout. Things are different than when your mom grew up. Things are different from when your aunt, uncle and dad and grandma grew up. These very same things were happening still, but they, it's just, we're, dif- we're a little bit different now. So you have, you're going to have to rely on a lot more, um, things to, to help guard you because mommy's not going to always be around. People aren't always going to be around, you know? I mean, things are different. They are, but it's like, even if I think about what we've been through, like, I, I mean, I've gotten out of some sticky ass situations. Like it's, it's been some close calls. It's been some, damn that shit could have went left for me you know for sure oh follow your gut is number one (laughs) like when people don't feel right they're not right you know what I'm saying when we were 19 what were we 19 20 years old when our house got robbed yes girl tough lesson to learn yeah. And I had never been the same after that because I was a person who always had people in coming through the house, less party, less kick it, less this. And I had to learn the hard way that yes. the boundaries. Everybody don't even deserve to know you like that. Everybody don't deserve to kick it with you like that. And everybody doesn't have your best interest at heart. And it's not just all like one weird feeling, one weird like little hunch, you gotta roll with it you know and what I was telling to in another good point that I was mentioning earlier too was you know right now it's always been this but regardless if it's been happening or not 
people, I had to tell them, I said, it's, it's really, it's, it's really happening now just because of the exposure with social media and all these other different outlets. Um, I said, but it's more important for some people to look like they have it than to have it. And I said, so, you know, even when it comes to buying fake stuff and all that kind of stuff, I told him, I said, if you can't afford to buy the real, it's just not your time. And that's okay. You're right. Like, it's okay to not, you know what I mean? Like, if like, I don't ever want him to feel like, oh, I'm going to spend this amount of money just to look like I have it. No, actually have it. Like, you know what I mean? And if you have it, it doesn't always mean that you have to look like you have it because guess what? What ends up happening is, Hey, I want, you know what, that, I know what this person got me. He just put off all, he got like $8,000. How, you know, he just put it on the gram. You know what? So guess what? I'm watching every move and I'm gonna wait till you not paying attention. That's what's happening. You know, people are putting their locations, they're putting their, their money, they're putting their bling. And, you know, the sad part about all of this is, is that unfortunately for some people who don't have it, but, but want to look and appear like they do, you get robbed and you got $3 in your wallet and now you got shot because you look like you have it. But really what happened? They got what? How much did they steal from him? A hundred dollars? A hundred dollars? The guy that beat what? Da, 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 what? You know what I mean? So it's sometimes it's okay to actually have it, but you don't look like you have it. You know what I mean? Not everybody needs to know that you have it. Mm-hmm. Just have it, you know? And I just, those are the things that I'm really trying to put into his head because I get it. I know what peer pressure looks like. I know we've all experienced different things, but these kids that have it just so different now because it's all about the likes now. It's all about, well, this person put this up and this person is showing this part of their body. This person has this big butt and this person has these Jordans. Like, why did I only get 20 and they got 20,000 or why? Like, instead it's just all of the superficial stuff versus actually having it. You know, there's power in actually having money in your bank account. There's power in actually having money in your wallet. And maybe you don't look like you, you're you're unassuming. You know what I'm saying? I And I tell them all the time, I'd much rather you be that kid in the corner that is laid back, confident. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, that's CJ, you know, versus the guy that's flashy and all in your face and talking about this and what they got and you know, it's just something is very, very, very attractive and honorable about you valuing things that don't necessarily mean, you know, I have to be the showy guy. So yeah, definitely, definitely. But I'm sure he gets it honestly, though. You, his mama, love the finer things in life. And again, it's <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah, and I and he knows that too because maybe he'd be like, oh ride second class this is when he was younger y'all this is when he was much younger boy been flying on jets and he was much younger he experienced first class even before his mama did okay and um he used to call when we would fly coach <laughs> he mm, i don't want to fly second class carter shut up this is in second class honey you know because in his mind as a kid it's like well if that's first class then this has got to be second class, you know, so he got pissed when he saw that cart coming and getting all the things in first class, and then it stops right when that curtain shuts, and he's like, hey, what about me, you know, I want, you know, so, yeah, Yeah. but, um, but yeah, he, he's definitely had, he's enjoyed 
a nice life that you know he's been afforded but I also want him to be humble and realize that it takes work to get to have those things as well everybody in your family works very hard to to have that lifestyle so no one's gonna give you nothing so if you want that lifestyle when you get older then you got to do the work got to work for it got to work for it unless you come up with something else you know (laughs) I don't know but you gotta work we work in this household so until I just went on a whole soapbox but shout out to to young Dolph and his family yes I hope this uh murder gets solved I hope the witnesses you know are able to pinpoint who did this uh, or help the investigation. I hope this doesn't get pushed on the back burner and we never hear about who did it and if anyone's getting arrested or any, I just hope there's a little bit of justice some way, somehow for this. Yeah. But then again, I feel like a lot of these issues when it comes to these rappers getting shot up, it's very little resolution ever. So yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, I do hope though because I know there are some eyewitnesses and I know it's not cool to snitch and everything but I do feel like you know somebody got to break that cycle and just do what's right because if it was your family you know what I'm saying you would probably if it was your family I'm just saying if it was your family Whatever you do, whether it's justice in the streets, justice in the courts, you're going to try to force some sort of, sort of justice, though. So. But I feel like, too, they dying anyway. I mean, people are out here dying just for doing what I, I mean. So I, I guess what I'm saying is, it's like, and even with, and this is, I, I, don't, I know we got to wrap up, but even with the whole Makita cookie thing, you know, there the reports from, um, like, I think the I'm kind of probably messing all this up, but whoever was working at Makita's Cookies, their stories have changed from when they originally came out to when they had to come back out again and say something else, it it changed. So I'm not sure if someone called them like, yo, you better change that story. You know, if they're scared tired, I don't know, but it, it the story don't had changed started, girl you know how you know i know how that's why i was like let's i don't even want to bring this up this will be a whole nother hour no but, but i was gonna mention that and i'm glad that it didn't come out of my mouth <laughs> you have done your own little research and you have yes girl that their stories have changed quite a lot from mm-hmm. three different people mm-hmm. and it's worrisome because this was Dolph's last reported uh, spot where he was known to be. He yeah. comes here frequently. And yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, like I understand the GoFundMe is to support Black businesses, but it just, it didn't sit well with me. Like the GoFundMe being put up for that cookie shop the next day when this man had lost his life, it just seemed very premature. It seemed fast, rushed. And I get that. I mean, I can't really say much because Dolph's own uh, wife or whatever supported that. God bless her. But personally, I just feel like it was a bit too soon. I wouldn't be worried about that at that moment. I wouldn't be, you know, personally. That's all I have to say about that. And I also feel like with these GoFundMe, sometimes you don't know where that money's coming from. Mm -hmm. You don't. Sometimes those are deposits or some, you know, I don't fucking know 
anything's possible. I'm just saying it could be a payoff for fuck for all I know. I'm just saying I know they raised like a hundred thousand dollars or something in like a day. I do so, want to know how much they raised so far. I'm curious. No. I think it's about a hundred thousand is what um and gossip in the city has said. But I donated to it. So I um no, I, I donated fifty dollars. Oh wow, that is so nice of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, God bless you and her and everyone involved. I mean, she's very, very pure of heart to to endorse those people trying to get a GoFundMe when her husband is gone. And okay, so they raised eighty nine thousand five hundred and five dollars. Okay of the 150 that they're requesting so damn somebody donated five thousand dollars off the top yeah i mean i get that but it's i I just it just doesn't sit well with me because like while y'all are asking for these donations i also hope that everyone in that cookie shop who saw what was going on which clearly y'all saw what happened um because y'all said he ordered a lemon cookie he ordered a strawberry whatever the his order was the lady said that he was getting these cookies for his mom it wasn't his regular order that he usually puts in and that's when all hell broke loose so I'm like that tells me that somebody at least you at the bare minimum saw when that shit went down so that's it's kind of crazy how nobody else got hit no one else gets hit Okay. And you're telling me, are these people even fearful that y'all are going to stitch? Because my mind, if I'm running up into a cookie shop that I know you're affiliated with Young Dolph, okay, you're a witness. You can put me in jail. Why wouldn't I shoot you too? Or, or is yeah. there some sort of pack that that I know that you're not about to snitch on me? It's just, it's not making sense to me. But you know, I, I try not to ask so many questions because then people looking at you like you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it just, it's, none of it felt well with me when I saw that GoFundMe my stomach dropped you know what I'm saying to be honest but I can't you know what I'm saying I'm just one person shit everyone else thought it was beautiful so what can I say well I think a lot of people thought it probably the same thing that you thought too you know I, just, I didn't know what to think I just thought like oh my god this poor cookie shop um had an awful event also happen in addition to the life loss so it was more of like okay you know let's I'm just going to say it's it's seeming as if it's profiting off of Dolph's death I don't want to say that but that's what I feel like yeah I I feel like that was wrong and of course you're all riled up in your emotions you gave $50 the shit just happened you emotional you sad you know what I'm saying of course you want to be more likely to give 24 hours after they find out the shocking news I just feel like it was real insensitive it just it didn't sit right with me yeah yeah, more to, I, I pray that they find the killer. I feel like they know who they are. Um, the police officers are the de- the detectives and all that. They're being extremely secretive right now about um, certain things. So I know they had somebody in custody that um, is really like a, a good lead, um, but they're not like sharing any information. They're not, they're not doing any of that. So I don't know get a clear um, story because some stories are saying he was by himself some stories were saying he was with his security and his yeah it's been a few that. different stories but a few different stories been a few different stories it's been a few different stories so yeah I, i'm curious to know did you see tmz release that footage of Dolph's last known footage at the gas station or some shit yeah i saw like, that we always get in the last footage the last footage i know 
And if y'all have the footage of these motherfuckers running up in the parking lot with these masks on, where's the footage of Dolph walking into the cookie shop? Oh, they don't have that? I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? I don't seen that footage of those boys running up with a mask on and guns like 20,000 times, but I haven't seen one frame of Dolph walking into that cookie store or even pulling into the parking lot. I haven't seen one picture, not yeah. one. I didn't even know what he was wearing until I, until TMZ released the, oh, his last known footage. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I did see that. Or whatever. But it's just like, that's, that's odd. Yeah. Everything odd. I don't know. Everything's weird. Oh God, it's just so unfortunate. It is. I don't so like sad. it. I don't like that like one second you're here and the next you're gone for no fucking apparent reason. No reason at all. It's just like it's just it can't even get cookies. You know, that's just fucking cookies. They're cookies. Girl, you can't be successful and make it and still be around your people. That's no. the like you can't even be around your people and try to help them come up you can't just giving out turkeys like the day before two days before like helping people in in a barrel it's crabs in a mother always yeah always i can't it it really rubs me the wrong way and it's and i feel like it's just in our community for the most we know there's hate crimes don't get me wrong there's hate crimes within all communities what i'm saying is it's like there are uh, and this is probably something that stems back from way back when so I'm not here to go into that either but I'm saying like you know there's other communities whether it's the Jews or Asians or Hispanics or white people like they all can kind of like come together mobilize create something like how amazing would it be if we could just come together and it not be like oh my god I'm worried you girl there's all black people here I gotta go I gotta be out like you know it should be more so like this is home like this is this is my people like if we don't any, have that we, we don't, don't have, we, we don't, don't have that community that shit was torn from us it was all, all these other nationalities or whatever that you go to these big cities you have little Ethiopia you have Correct. little Venice you have little cute little Havana up the street you have yeah all these communities where people can gather with the likeness of themselves but with black people shit we don't need all we know is north america america like we don't know anything to kind of bond us you know yeah. what i'm saying like these other nationalities do and it's not to say that that like promotes violence or anything but it definitely gives us a sense of like not belonging anywhere Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we're not really American like that. Like America don't really love black people, so right. it's just like. But we don't really know Africa. We don't know anything else. So it's just like we're in this weird in between place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's. I just hate that we can't just do it. You know, I, I just really hate that because a lot of what we represent, what we kick out into the universe, is dope. You know, we tend, Black people, it is what it is. We make a lot of shit hot. You know what I mean? A lot of these designers, a lot of these music, a lot of food, a lot of, I mean, just a lot, just our culture. You know, we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen hair. I mean, we've seen it all. We've seen the the things where people are like, I wish America loved Black people as much as they love Black culture. You know what I mean? And so it just, regardless of the reason why we're not it just sucks to think that we just aren't 
We're, it we, we're not suck. doing. It's just sucks. But we you know? gotta know why shit. We gotta examine why shit ain't coming together. We gotta compare and contrast to see where that gap is happening, like mm-hmm. so that we can fill it, so that we yeah. can. Do something. Because you know, it's just it, it's at a hopeless point. Because when it you is. Pull out, when you pull out the black people that are actually still in the hood trying to help the hood come up. And you, y'all shoot them now? Guess what? Yeah. Nobody else is coming to the hood to help y'all out. Right. No one else cares. They're going to get their bucks and they're going to go to Beverly Hills or they're going to go to wherever, some penthouse in Atlanta or wherever. And they're not going to go back to their little small ass hometown. They're going to send a check and they'll have Jim Bob drop it off and be like, okay, support this. Who sent this? Oh, damn. This was, the, you know, this was so-and-so. Oh, okay. Appreciate that. Why we don't ever see him out here, girl? what you mean why we don't see him out here or her out here yeah, like bro. you know because it's happening to women too women you know these women uh business owners that have tried to do great things I know one of the girls I think she lived in Michigan or somewhere she lived somewhere she owned that hair store all black hair store she had her own black business and she got shot up I in her, her own hair store or something like that I mean it's I just it's ridiculous. yeah 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 it was something real off but it was just fucked up because it's like, damn, like it's this is a celebratory moment. Like you yeah, cannot have shit. Like you said, crabs in a barrel mentality. You cannot be successful. Go nowhere. In your, you can't go nowhere. You can't even buy back in your own hood. That's why I'm like gentrification, me being a realtor. You know, I understand, you know, minorities for a lot of us, we don't like it. But at the end of the day, what else are we doing about it? We don't come back to buy up our blocks. We don't come back. We're not the ones that come back and take care of grandma and grandpa's, you know, houses. Instead, what do we do? We sell it the first minute that they die. You know, we don't keep that shit in the family. You know what I mean? For real, for real. And then we get mad when the white people want to come in and make it look nice and make it look pretty. One of the things that really make me mad is that when white people move into the city or to these hoods, now that's when everybody wants to, you know, redo their parking lot, do some landscaping why is it that we don't want to show out and show up and look our best for our black when black people still live here you know what I mean like it should be more so it should be like no we need to preserve we need to take care of we need to take inventory we need to maintain our our this our that while we still own it you know it just infuriates me but at the end of the day I also understand gentrification you know what I'm saying it is what it is it's it, it, it is what it is so I don't like it. You know, I would much rather, I love it. I mean, back in the day, we owned a lot of shit. Still, we own a lot of stuff in the hood. You know, it's for those that are living or for those who chose to keep their grandma and grandpa, great grandma, whoever owned it. Um, but take care of it. Take care of our shit while we still have it. You know what I'm saying? There's no, we, it should never be, oh, the white people coming in. You know, they just redid the uh, so-and-so, so-and-so. They just redid the, the roads over here. Why? Why now? Why would the white people come? You know why? I know why, but I'm saying like, it's just fucked up. Girl, so much fucked up. We'd rather spend our money on what it looks like. You know, the cars, the clothes, the earrings, the, that's cool too though. I'm not even going to take that away. Like, you know, if you have it to do both, do both. But mm-hmm do both don't just do I one I also think that a lot of these loans and stuff like this that you Hell get yeah. 
you know, they're not being handed out as frequently to black people. And that has well, and, well even the payday loans though, um, if I, yeah, the lo- those loans, but then there's also that impoverished, um, placement of of built of commercial spaces like payday loans we don't find pay you don't see up not one payday loan spot in the nicer neighborhoods they're oh, all yeah. in the hood yeah they'll give you a fucking payday loan but try to get a mortgage you know what i'm saying like that <laughs> i'm just right saying, like, they'll give your black ass a payday loan for sure they want you caught up in some stuff or title loan whatever mm-hmm. but when it comes to something solid to solidify ownership in something they're not gonna take a chance with you on that and loan you nothing like that you know what i'm saying like it's it's harder i'm not gonna say they're not going to but it's harder and a lot of these older people these houses that they end up owning they go into foreclosure their 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 kids or grandchildren may have to pay back taxes on the property or some shit because they don't got into a hole of, of some sort like yeah for it's, sure it's always more of a struggle yeah, I mean, well, even with gentrification, if if I'm if, if if we're if there's more people tearing down, rebuilding all of these really expensive homes within the hood, your property yeah. taxes are going to go up higher. So that house that's paid off, and for your grandparents that have that fixed income, you know what I mean? They're not going to be able to afford yeah. those property taxes. And then, so what do they do? They force to sell. But then where do they go? They're going to have to drive an hour outside of the city just to get something that they probably can afford or maybe they can't afford or whatever the case may be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a cycle that happened. The, the gap is getting larger and larger. And my husband is always he said for a while, he's like, you know, it, pretty soon this is not even about to be a race war anymore. It's just going to be, you know, it's going to be a um, more of like the haves and the have nots type of war. You know, the poor getting poorer and the rich are getting richer. And that gap is slowly or is fastly getting larger and larger and larger. I mean, think about who's coming into these malls. 40 people at a time coming together, robbing one store all over the place. Like, how do you stop that? What, what are you talking about? What happened? So have you been seeing like the Louis Vuitton stores where like 30, 40 people are masked up and they're rushing, bum rushing into these malls, breaking wow. the glasses, taking, girl, in San Francisco, they took like, I want to say like 300 something thousand dollars worth of merchandise. It was like 40 oh, people. Something like that. Yeah. I think but but not only just there. I mean, it's literally, mm-hmm. it's happened in probably like 10 cities already. Wow. People are just going into the mall. Somebody like, 14, 15 people bum rush some jewelry store. I mean, it's like, how do you stop that? You can stop, the security guards can stop one, two, maybe three people. Mm-hmm. But when you have 40 people bum rushing in, yep. what is what is that? Girl. You make sure you not want to go nowhere. I exactly was going to say, I was like, that's why they finna have our ass up in the metaverse. And... <laughs> We're going to be virtually plugging in. Oh, girl, let's go to the concert on the metaverse. Girl, plug on in. Yeah, girl. Where do you want to go today, girl? Bali? Let's let's hop on the metaverse and go to Bali in 10 minutes, girl. Like, that's where we're headed because when we step outside, it's danger, danger, stranger, danger. It's just shit everywhere. Chaos everywhere. Anarchy everywhere they about to be like plug in sink in <laughs> like 
oh shit's getting real like shit's getting real like it's getting it's all serious it's well, getting real you cannot go anywhere people are more concerned with and and I'm a be you know this is the other issue for me is that nobody's working, girl. When I tell you, nobody is working. When I'm going to different places and they're like, "Sorry, I'm so sorry, we're short staffed." Oh my god, we sorry, we sorry, we're not taking any. Oh my god, I'm like, what? Just when Trump was in office or whatever, like we were just complaining about unemployment. People were like, I can't find a job. I don't know where to work. I want to work. I want to work. I want to work. We've got a surplus of jobs. We've got a surplus of good jobs that are are offering way above minimum wage. They're offering sign-on bonuses that we've never even seen before. Girl, ain't nobody trying to be in nobody's office all day, every day. Like people are over it. People ain't trying to be at the drive-through line. People not trying to, people have learned the value of their time, honey, with this, with this quarantine. They're not trying to go work, clock in, clock out. No, they're clocked out. I'm just, but I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, I understand the value of your time. Girl. But at the same time, like even people who have it, right? Like people who make a lot of money and I, I don't, a lot of money can be 50,000, 60, 100, 200, whatever a lot of money to that person is, it's relative. People who make money still have to work. We still got to work. Like we, we still have to, we still have to work. Some, so, people, some people are businessmen. They don't really have some to work. Pe- well, my, for the most, for the majority versus the, the few that are tapped up there, for the majority of us common people, we have to work for the things that we have. And I don't like waking up to be at a computer behind my desk and, you know, whatever. I don't like, I don't like having two jobs, you know, because I definitely have two full-time jobs. I don't like a lot of shit that I do, but the reality of it is, is that in order for me to have things or in order, in order for me to enjoy certain things, I have to work and I'm just like where has the shift in mindset happened to where people are just like I don't want to work I just want to take 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 I just want to chill and I anticipate or I have this entitlement or I deserve you know type of mentality now again how you choose to get it is up to you I'm not saying everybody's meant for corporate America or stay at home or however you choose to get your resources but I just feel like there's this mentality now where it's just like, I just don't want to do anything. But well, I people still want to work. People yeah. Do that. Like all this, oh, you got to work, get up and get work hard and be on the computer. That, ain't nobody trying to hear that. That's yesteryear. So people how are people thinking they can get money? Because people are doing it. People log on to their computer screens, uh, make a post, they get a lot of likes. They promote a little product. They get a little check. You know what I'm saying? There's different ways but that's now. Good. That's still making money. That's still like, making money though to me. But that's still the image here because people know that it's possible. So they see other people, oh, po- oh I'm a post on social media. I'm gonna drop a song on iTunes and get paid. That is the mind frame of a lot of people now. It's like, I can get this quick bag as opposed to going to school and putting in hours at a job and blah, 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 blah. And then I'll make $60,000 a year. No, no, no. I'm going to work and, and not make no money for two years, but I'm going to post constantly and I'm going to drop mm-hmm. a little song on iTunes. And then I'm going to hope that I get famous because I'm a social media star and I'm building my following. Like a lot of this new generation is about 
your presence. It ain't really about, like you said, it's not about what you have. It's about what you look like you have. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are just banking on, oh, I'm going to be paid because I got this image and I got this look and whatever, you know, it's real quick. Everything's Mm -hmm. real quick. Microwave, microwave society now. On to the next, on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. Yeah. Yeah. It must be nice. It must be nice. I mean, I, I get, like I said, and I, I take my hats off to people who find ways to make any type of multiple stream of income or one stream, multiple streams, easier, quicker, faster. Because I don't feel like college is for everyone. I don't feel like you have to work a regular traditional job. Like I, however you're able to get the money, get the money, like get the money, definitely get the money. But you cannot not be getting no money and still feel entitled as if somebody owes you anything and you're not getting no money. You know what I mean? Now, if you get money, depending on if you get it quick, fast, slow, whatever, you still get money. The end result is to get the money. But these people who are not getting any money, like I got somebody right now that I know, and I'm going to say no names because she's a family member, but she ain't got no job. She anticipates, baby, she expects, honey. She expects. And I'm like, you do realize that down the street, they got a $2,000 sign-on bonus, $18 an hour, $20 an hour, blah, 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 blah. Even if you did that shit part-time, like you don't have no, you have no, you have no money. Mm-mm, no, you have no money. And like, and there's, like you said, there's 40 people bum rushing the store thinking, oh, I could just rob this, take this, steal this. I don't got to work. It's whatever. When I tell you, girl, it is a real life spiritual warfare happening all around us it's some real shit like everyone is being tested and people's true colors their true souls all that shit who they truly are is starting to show and a lot of people they don't know nothing they don't answer to nobody they think they don't ever have to answer to anybody and they have no fear for no one so or god or their family whatever they don't care and it's obvious and it's scary yeah it is people out here like not giving a fuck. They're just just like not caring about anything, not caring about no consequences to nothing, not caring about people's lives, not caring about anything. It's sad. Like just to think about people literally crushed a nine-year-old trying to see Travis Scott and Drake on stage. Like what? Y'all bum rush the stage for what? To see these damn celebrities that don't know y'all exist? Like that's, that's where we're at right now. It's sick. It's sick. Yeah. Yeah. That was loaded. That was very loaded. I didn't, again, you know, we didn't anticipate to unpack all that. But we didn't. We didn't. It had to be said. It had to be said. It had to be said. And I didn't even realize it had to be said until we said it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, kept saying it. <laughs> right? So... Yeah. Gotta stay prayed up out here, y'all, because it is wild. Mm-hmm. But I'll see you in the metaverse, girl. Girl, you will not see me in no damn metaverse. I think that is the stupidest shit. Somebody talking about they didn't bought a billion dollar property in the metaverse. I'm like, girl, do you know how much money people are making already? Like, we're already there. It's I, sick. I it's get sick. it, but I, I can't. No, even, I, I agree. I agree with you. I cannot take on a virtual reality when my real reality I'm still trying to perfect. But here, <laughs> I can't even go there. No, I can't afford to already, go there. We're already there. I we're know. I can't there. even. Afford, I can't afford to go to the metaverse right now. 
So I'll see y'all over there in a hopefully soon, right? But I think the crazy thing about it is we're already in it and we don't even know we're already it. behind we're already how behind we how we how everything now is virtual how we log on into work virtually how we connect into on this podcast virtually how we spend 18 times a day checking our our phones to see what everybody got going on, on instagram virtually and facebook or whatever all that shit they've already done conjured up some shit of how to make real money with all of our little social media shit and they have concluded it's the fucking metaverse and <laughs> they gonna have our ass fucking buying virtual um picture changers and avatar skins <laughs> virtual um houses and virtual office buildings and shit because that's how everybody gonna be tapped in because it's it's uh, we're already there like um I don't know if y'all heard of web three, but that's the new internet. So web three is basically the new phase of the internet that we're heading into. Um, and people are already making thousands of dollars off of virtual merchandise, basically. It's sick. I mean, it's like, it's honestly like, like crypto, like, you know, how crypto is going through the roof. That's not a coincidence here because crypto is going to be very, very, very influential in the virtual world that we're headed into and that's the new world like crypto is going to be the new main currency and the, and everyone now that's making all this money off of fucking uh bitcoin and and all these other cryptocurrencies they're ahead of the wave because that i mean they're gonna be the leaders in that space um it's crazy it's crazy girl <laughs> i know it, it's crazy we're, we're old this is, this is, we have witnessed so much stuff in our lifetime. Like we have gone from fucking dial up internet to them, uh, call me on the landline phone. Let me click over to hit them. me on my two way, hit me on my two way church, hit me on my pager, girl, my disc girl. man, my walk man. I'm telling you, we have seen so many technology advances and it's just like getting more and more insane crazy when you get off of here though because i know you're into stocks and stuff and such look up in nfts look up web three i'm familiar with nfts i've not heard of web three yet web three is basically where these nfts reside and nft is basically it's called a, it stands for non um fun funnable or something non something token basically it's a, it's a it's a online identifier that you have like like they're selling pictures they're selling gifs they're selling like michael jordan replay mm-hmm. performances for like thousands of dollars as like oh you have the one and true authentic version of this michael jordan play but you can't hold it you can't touch you can't it you touch can't touch it. it you can't yeah <laughs> It's all virtual and they're making thousands of dollars off of it. People are creating these little um like art art uh based mm-hmm. figures and selling them mm-hmm. for eighteen thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars, like a monkey with a hat mm-hmm. and just weird shit. And it's yep. like it, it sounds crazy now, but when you think about it, when we was back in like AOL days and people mm-hmm. had usernames and people like that was crazy then, but now mm-hmm. it's life you know so it's crazy it's a lot I can't even deal I can't even deal yeah yeah 
You know, so you know it's real when Facebook changed their name. You know it's real. <laughs> you know it's real. And I'm like, why Meta? I'm like, why Meta? Meta? Meta, because it's going to be, because they're going to be the center of the metaverse. And metaverse is already kind of like being created. It's been in the works for so long. So they want to be at the center of it, which I'm sure they already done solidify some shit. So much it's a lot girl it's a lot welcome to the new decade it's the first year of the new decade basically we're heading to the second year but it's it's been crazy I can I can feel the change you know what I'm saying everything is like just major change mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all if y'all can see Mia's face if you're listening right now Mia is like because I'm scared you know when I get scared like I'm scared as shit like why is this like when I had you on the 9-11 conspiracy speechless speechless you you get that same look I was like yeah girl set up it's crazy it's crazy stop showing me I don't want to see this anymore like are you serious I'm just a kid I'm just a kid But once you saw it, you knew it was the real thing. And you can't unsee it. Like you can't unsee it. You can't unbend. You can't then continue believing. In my opinion, you can't continue to believe yeah. how you were thinking before. Like what you, whatever you thought before, after seeing certain things, Girl. and and that's how life is anyway. I feel like you know you can't be you can't be walk around ignorant you know anymore. You know to certain yeah. things and. It's scary because it's like, oh, why did that, why did you show me that? But then on the other hand, it's like, I'm glad I kind of know about that because now, da, 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 But it's kind of like, you you need to know, but you don't want to know. It's crazy as fuck. And then, and then check this out. I don't know if you know about this one. There, this whole metaverse thing and they want us tapped out and they want us like tuned into virtual reality. It's because some shit is happening in the real reality that they don't want us to fucking pay attention to. Because, you know, they started a whole space force. Like, there's a new branch of U.S. armies, and it's it's brought to us by the Air Force. And it, this is their first year of recruitment for people to join the space force. This is the U.S. space force. And this is a real government agency based under the Air Force where they're going to be recruiting people Um, because my cousin is in the Air Force. So he may actually be recruited to join the Space Force. And yeah, it's about (laughs) space. They send motherfuckers up to space and I'm like, what is happening? What's coming? Do they know something? Like, (laughs) why do we have a Space Force? Like we're in Star Wars. Like, let me know. You think I'm joking? I'm not joking. The U.S. Air Force is is now making Space Force. We are preparing for the 22nd century. U.S. Space Force. Why do we have to just tamper with shit? Leave well enough a fucking loan. Like, do we not already have a lot of issues we ain't even conquered here? Like, why are we trying to run from the inevitable? Like, let nature take its course. 
everybody is fine in human life. We don't need no, this just pisses me off. Girl, when I tell you this shit's getting real, it's crazy. Everything the conspiracy theorists people have been talking about for years, it's all coming true. This is a hot mess. I am just, (sighs) now I'm going to go to sleep scared. There's nothing to be afraid of. Girl. It's this scary. is scary. This is scary as fuck because what I mean, what, 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 what? This is where this is why I say we are in spiritual warfare right now. This is where you have to believe in something, someone bigger than yourself. Yeah. It's called faith. It's called it's out of my control. You know what I'm saying? But just know when that time comes you know they may ask you to do some strange things for some change <laughs> you gotta pick a Aww. side you know this whole world's getting real crazy to me so I'm prepared Aww. to fall off the grid you already know I'm prepared to go underground <laughs> girl <sighs> Mia you're really scared I can't with you <laughs> I'm I'm just over I'm like, here I am talking about what, <laughs> girl, shit, you know, like, damn, oh, this is just not okay, uh, oh I my know. god, it's crazy, girl, I don't want to work in no damn virtual office, <laughs> I don't want to work in no virtual office, nor do I want to sell real estate in virtual fucking metaverse, Girl, what we gonna do? Virtual showings, like I'm gonna give you a virtual showing. You're never gonna be able to walk inside of this. You're never gonna be able to live in it. You're never ever. At this point, we might as well just, you know, I don't even know. Like, are we gonna eat virtual food? Like, oh my god, that tastes so good, girl. But we're not tasting it. Like, yeah, they want us all to congregate. And this is what I want you to watch. I don't know if. Carter may have heard this movie. I know it's getting late. Ready Player One. This movie came out a few years ago, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. And it is basically a replica of this whole metaverse situation and what they are, you know, hoping to build. Well, already building, to be honest. They're already building it. So, and it's basically like when you hop your ass up on Instagram, like how we do now, and we're just scrolling like, oh, let me look at our picture, double tap, double tap. It's basically like, oh, let me, when you're logging onto the internet in, in an app or whatever, you're literally logging into the app. So now it's like, oh, I turn to my left. Oh, there goes Mia and her page and her content. I turn to my right. Oh, there goes Brandon and his page and his content. And you can literally walk up to them scroll through their pictures and sync with them like they want us how we how we all be on each other's timeline and just be mm. double tapping and clicking they mm. want us to congregate here where it seems like we're spending most of our time here so we spend money here <laughs> you see what i'm saying <laughs> I'm so done. I'm so done that I can't even deal. Like I, I'm not going to do this. 
Like how you feel about the vaccination? I'm not going. Like I'm not going. I get it's here. I get that it's happening. I get that I'm behind. You know, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not going. I'll be like, you know what, bitch? Go, you go. Let me know when you come back how it was. Even Girl, though you're sitting right next to go me. to. Girl, even though you sitting right next to me. Girl, you go on ahead and go. Go to the metaverse. Girl, and then when you're done tinkering, come back. Either, but what we're going to have to do is give up our apps because all this shit is going to be like, everything's going to be compatible to that. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's, it's going like, to force you to go. It's going to force you to go by way of, oh my God, I can't be left behind because everybody's there. And I'm stuck here. And yeah. I know I'm not gonna log on to it. If 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 anything involves me putting on a headset for multiple hours or whatever, I'm not doing it because oh, I don't I don't trust that. I don't trust turning off my senses to like my real reality. So this is like some black what what is it? Black black mirror, mirror. shit. Yeah. I should have knew this was coming. I should have knew it too. We all should have known it. The way technology just be advancing every five seconds, update every five minutes. Update, update to the update to the update. And I'll be like, what just updated? What what just happened? What did I get? (laughs) I don't know what I got. I'm just updating. I should just update. Thank you for the update. Thank you for, you know, you just update. You have a new update happening at midnight. Then you update, update. Bitch, what are we updating? Yeah. Because by every time I update, my shit's slower. So it's, I don't want to update. <laughs> I don't want to update. That's what I'm saying. I don't, girl, I don't girl, know. Girl, and then everything's getting more expensive too. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just, oh, like I said, this, that's why I really do believe my husband when it comes to, yes, we have the racial stuff, but it's going to be less of that. It's that's still going to happen, but it's going to be less of that. And it's going to be a class war. The rich versus the poor. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And that divide is just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And God help us all. Because once these people start running rampant and they can't hit these malls up, they're going to be coming in. These Girl, houses. I think it's worse than that. I think it's the soulless. <laughs> it's probably all of that. Because. It's probably all in more. It's just that you just killed his mom on Thanksgiving. The black boy killed his mom on Thanksgiving. For what? Girl, I don't know. Got into an argument with her or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Just nothing for nothing. I think they claiming it was mental. He had mental problems. You know, whatever. He fucking his soul wasn't, his spirit wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? There's, There's something missing and some people walking amongst us. <laughs> I just like, I just look. I'm okay to get like a compound somewhere far away, off, and that'll just be the little abode. You know, that'll just be the little place that me and my people we just be in the night of the purge. We locked up. Not the you purge, know, girl. <laughs> That's no, where we're I going. Think, I think that we will just be 
the older generation. Like they're not really, to be honest, they're not worried about us. They're not worried about us because we're getting older anyway. They're not, they don't care if we use metaverse or not. They're worried about the next 20 years. They're worried about the the kids right now that are in school that are nine and 10 years old. And they want y'all to learn how to build this damn metaverse. So in 10, 20 years, you make everybody a billionaire. And then all these kids are used to the metaverse. They don't need us. We're the oldies. You know what I'm saying? They don't care what we do. It ain't about us. The kids are the future. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It ain't about us at all. It ain't about us at all. Because we're going to be the rebels. We're going to be the old rebels talking about, hey, girl, you want to meet up in real life? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you want to go somewhere in real life? And they're like, what? Girl, real life? It's it's the it's the disease it's the disease out there it's killers out there it's robbers out there it's real life hit me in the metaverse <laughs> I'm telling you people gonna be shook but it's all just a fear tactic I think we'll be fine mm-hmm. Like I said, to my point before we hop, I'm he- I'm healing, I'm broken, I'm in pain. <laughs> Shut up. I can't. I'm healing, I'm broken, I'm in pain. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> this whole damn world. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, like, seriously, we all are. We're all healing. Mm-hmm. We're all broken. And we're all in pain. Basically. You know? Girl, basically. 